Hey guys, welcome back to the Nacho Show. And this is Ignacio Valdez uh, coming back from break. And uh, this is uh, the Nacho Show sponsored by Fed by, well, brought to you by Fed by Ravens Media and the Path for Utah. And also sponsored by Solidify Web. Let's build a website for you today. Uh, speaking about websites, um, we do have a one right here, which is secureVoteUtah.org. And I will repeat that secureVoteUtah.org, which is uh, something that you guys should go to right now uh, for this uh, fantastic initiative that uh, Natalie, Lou, and Stephanie are working on uh, to make uh, people aware of uh, a secure voting and uh, take action on that and just uh, being sure that everything is uh, done the right way and stephanie is going to talk a little bit more about um <clears throat> uh, the initiative uh just uh, giving a, a continue continuous feedback on this so go ahead stephanie hey thanks well um like natalie said we don't we start collecting signatures in january but we want to have everything in place before january because once once that date hits we'll have only five weeks to collect 150,000 signatures over the entire state. So we really need to, we need to have some really amazing um, people step up and kind of take positions as like the team lead in their area and work on um, like right now, work on finding people that, that they could help them gather signatures for their area and go Mm -hmm. to um, also we're looking for um, some patriotic businesses that would let us um, kind of sit at their sit at their business all day and, and collect signatures. Or, um, I mean, it's it's a the it's a difficult time to do it in the winter when it's when it's cold out. But mm-hmm. there's also um, advantages because of like Lou was saying, this is this is this time where so many people are are aware of this the importance of what we're doing and, and want to get it done. So if you go to secureVoteUtah.org, you sign, fill it out right now, fill it out today and start, start finding people around you that, that can help you start deciding if you'll be a team lead. And then we'll, we'll put a, a training video out and just go over the few of the, the small details about how to collect the signatures and how to turn mm-hmm. them in. And we just, we have to get our teams all in place before January. We've got to be ready to go. So All right. Doing this right now, so we can get it going, get the word out. Have you guys had any team leads currently uh, in some of the counties? We are working on that right We're now. We're work- gathering those right now, but we have uh, so so many groups want to help, but we need people to be. Um, we need the workers to out there. We need the mm-hmm. people that are, you know, willing to get this done. So we need to people that want to take more leadership positions with it. That's fantastic. That's fantastic. And uh, uh, Lou, we we're having um, local elections uh, pretty soon, right? In twenty twenty two. Twenty twenty two. Well, uh, well, twenty twenty two is a general election because uh, uh, folks running for uh, excuse me, running for Congress, and uh, and uh, one U.S. senator is running. So it's a general election in twenty twenty two. A federal election. There'll be a primary before that in June. I think there may be some local elections also, but uh, th- 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 certainly all the uh, all this uh, 
members of the state legislature are up in the lower house and uh, I'm guessing half of the ones in the upper house in the Senate state Senate are also going to be on the ballot uh, this year. Oh. Wow. And who's, who's running for, for Senator though? I totally forgot about that. <laughs> yeah. Well, my, I believe Senator Lee would like to go back for another six years. Uh, and then there's several people that, uh, uh, would rather he didn't. So, yeah, that that, that might be an interesting race. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, one thing, if I could bring it up, you know, there has been a lot of uh, negative uh, stuff in the mainstream news media in the last mm -hmm. few days about us and about people concerned about the elections. And something that they always bring up, the uh, the governor brought, has brought it up, the lieutenant governor has brought it up, is how great uh, turnout has been since they started vote by mail, you know, this is one of the, this is a total gaslighting of the public because turnout has been up all over the country in the last few years. Yeah, primarily, I have to say, because of Donald Trump, whether you're for him or against him and political scientists have shown uh, in, in studies that, you know, span the entire history of our election system, mm -hmm. that turnout is, is governed by the candidates running and the issues that are, that the people are facing it's not how easy it is to vote. I mean, we had huge turnout before the turn of the century, before the turn of the 20th century, and uh, it was extremely difficult to vote then. I mean, you had to you know, you know, walk through the snow and all that kind of thing. And so, uh, you know, it is just not true what they're saying. And there was a presidential yeah. commission in 2005, Jimmy Carter and Jim Baker, representing uh, uh, President Bush, Uh, held a presidential commission about elections to make them uh, more secure, to make more people want to vote. And uh, one of their findings was, was that vote by mail increases the likelihood of fraud and does not increase turnout in federal elections. Uh, you know, th th there were tons of people who studied that. So, I, you know, you look at the statistics, you look at Texas, you look at Wisconsin, you look at states where they don't have universal vote by mail. Uh, their turnout was just, it was up just as much as it was, as it has been in Utah these last two or three cycles. Right. And it's, yeah, I mean, you can definitely, uh, you know, see the difference. And my, my, my concern is that, uh, well, I mean, we're seeing uh, a lot of uh, immigration, like interstate immigration, you know, uh, you know, California, from California and, and blue states um, uh, into red states. Uh, obviously, Texas, it's going to take them a long while, you know, but I'm, I'm still nervous that um, it, it would become a blue state, you know, that I'm super nervous. But what I am concerned is our state, uh, because this is where I live and, and this is, you know, where my heart is. Now, um, <clears throat> with that being said, the initiative that uh, you guys are doing Uh, definitely uh, helps uh, to bring out, to bring more awareness uh, to everybody else about uh, our election system uh, that and, and 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 hold those in power accountable uh, for the election system here in the state of Utah. And yes, you know, I really don't. I don't know. I'm not gonna. Yes, I'm going to say it. What the heck? <laughs> um, I don't trust our governor and the lieutenant governor. Mm -hmm. um, I, I really don't feel that they they are really um, paying attention to 
what they're supposed to be paying attention to. Um, they are paying attention more about the progressivism and uh, don't offend anybody um, and give cookies to everybody. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. And uh, I don't know. It, it, it saddens me because we we should have a strong leadership. We really should have. Oh, another thing that really pisses me off is the Utah flag they have flying. And it's not official. But anyway, that that's just something else. But what, anyway. Was the governor trying to change our flags that you're talking about? Yeah, there's a there's a new flag um that's if you go to the Capitol, you'll be able to see it. Oh. Um we we have the, the, the normal blue flag with the great state of Utah seal in the middle. Mm-hmm. Um but there was uh, a couple of people in the in the legislature that designed a brand new Utah flag. Oh, great. And uh, unfortunately, they are Republicans. Um, and they actually, I totally lost track of the website, but I, if I find it, I'll send it over to you guys. Um, and it, it concerns me. I mean, uh, our Utah flag, I don't know, it, it's sacred to me. Yeah. And I, I'm very particular about that. You know, it's it's just... Uh, uh, because the, the new Utah flag that these guys designed ha- has a communist star. Oh my god! Know. And <laughs> it, that makes me very nervous. Uh, you can look it up online. Uh, go to the I don't know. It's a new new Utah flag uh, or something like that. Look it up, look it up on Google, and you'll see what I'm talking about. But yeah, that, that definitely make, makes me nervous. So voting, ladies and gentlemen, is definitely crucial not just about voting it's just also about getting to know those that you're voting for um get to know them really well ask them questions uh see what they're all about because i mean we can vote for somebody that you know has a nice face it talks really well you know gives Mm -hmm. your promises and things like that but then when they're in power then they change the switch they they do some I don't know it it's a I don't know it, it's a hit and miss <laughs> I should say I think that voting by um by person also helps avoid things like that because I think so many people that just have to mail in the ballots just I mean mark it like okay I'm going to do all number the first first bubble of each sheet and just throw it in but voting voting in person you're actually taking sometimes like sometimes it's 15 minutes or maybe an hour out of your day, usually less because they have a lot of a lot of booths around. But to just go over and vote, then it, it's you're spending more time taking it more serious, actually researching your candidates, knowing what values you want to vote for, not just randomly filling out a bubble and, and throwing it in. And I mean, who wouldn't want? It doesn't matter what side of the Republican Democrat what side you're on, but you want to know your vote matters and your vote counts. Agree. Agree. Natalie, could you please elaborate uh, more about uh, the, the initiative here? Um, uh, we understand that we're trying to gather signatures. Uh, uh, Liu mentioned uh, earlier that uh, this has already been uh, turning to the Lieutenant Governor um, and uh, you guys are uh, reaching out to, uh, to more people. 
So uh, can you uh, talk to us more about, okay, so now when, uh, in, in January or um, then you guys are going to start doing more work or how would you guys w would elaborate more on this? Uh, that's right. Yeah, that's a great question. So it's a very formal process that the um, legislature requires to, to file an initiative. So there's very like there's requirements of how, how big the margin needs to be when you have you print the documents and the, the font type. And there's a, so it's a very formal process. But so as Lou said, we have seven public meetings that we needed. Right now it's going under it's under a fiscal analysis with the lieutenant governor's office and we don't um to just to determine whether this will increase taxes which we we've done a pretty pretty big analysis our own and on our own and feel like this is going to be saving our our saving money we don't have to mail ballots out to every everyone but we're waiting to hear the results back from that and then after that's completed then we'll do these seven public meetings and that's just a formality that needs to happen And then we will start with the signing the, the, the petitions and we will have a zoom call on December 30th. And we'd love to have any team leads or people who are able to help us join in that call. So that's December 30th. And we'll have the information about that on our webpage on secureVoteUtah.org. And you can join in the call and then find out how you can help pass out the petitions yourself to get signatures or um, help organize other people. Really, what we need to we we absolutely need people to help to step to step up at this point and help us to to carry this out so that we can get this on the ballot in November. And um, the it's a very the process is each packet each signature packet has to be signed by the person who carries it and witnessed by all those they, they have to personally witness mm -hmm. all the signatures out there. And so we need to have it have people who are responsible and able to get. 50 signatures or, or things like that. And, and then we're, we're strategy wise. I don't think we have a lot of time to go door to door. I think it's going to be more effective for us to have a location. Okay. We've got someone here that can be here between this time and this time, please stop by during this time period to sign the, the petition. And so, mm -hmm. so anyone, so we're, we're welcome any businesses that would like to have the initiative there. I think it's going to be like a, be beneficial for that business also to to bring business to them and to show people like I, I'm someone I'm a patriot I'm someone who cares about the direction our country's going and so I think it will be I think we're going to have a lot of people be interested in in being those loca locations and then and then again we need to have people who help take these petitions around and we're great for the people who've stepped up and and um the way to do that is secureVoteUtah.org and you can mark on there how how committed you're able to be how much time you're able to give us That is fantastic. So uh, let's suppose that you guys get uh, the uh, the signatures uh, that you're expecting, or at least uh, you know closer to that goal. The, then what happens? So uh, you get the signatures, and then do you turn them in? How, uh, how how's that going to work afterwards? Yeah, we'll uh, go ahead. Well, I just we're, we need to turn it in. We have a deadline of February 15th, and we need to shoot over the number because they have to. The, um, just to make sure we don't have duplicates and other things like that. And then once we reach that, if they're all turned in before February 15th, then this will be able to be, will be placed on a ballot in November. And so then we'll need to start more okay. of a campaign to let people know what this, what this initiative has in it right now, signing it, signing it just puts it on the ballot so that we can have 
that that people can decide later on. Just by signing it is is an easy thing to do to say, you know, this is something I want to look into closer. This, the elections matter to me, and I want to do something to make it more secure. And then we'll start the campaign to, to really inform people um, about what this initiative does so that they can be educated when they vote on it in November. That is awesome. So we need to mobilize our, ourselves. Guys, make sure that everybody that's listening to me right now, go to this website, uh, go to the, um, go ahead. Uh, uh, let me see. Where is it? Where is it? I love, okay. SecureVoteUtah.org. Again, SecureVoteUtah.org. Uh, please, folks, uh, go to this website. It will provide you with all the information that you need to know about uh, this fantastic initiative because we need to get this in the ballot. Uh, Lou, uh, answer this question for me. So once it gets in the in the ballot, uh, because, well, I mean, I guess this, this should just be second nature to everybody. You know, I don't understand why we even have to do this, but... Um, Uh, Lou, uh, to talk to us more about the, while being in the ballot, um, w what is it going to say? You know, so if I go read the ballot and, and, and everything like that, so what is it going to say? W what what would be uh, the the purpose? Well, what what is it that, that the voter is voting for when they see that in the ballot? Um, well, hopefully, uh, what they see uh, will be an accurate representation of what is in. Uh, the full initiative, that is up to the lieutenant governor. The lieutenant governor actually uh, is the one that puts the basic description of the initiative on the ballot. We, we will have the opportunity to make our case. There are, you know, for and against ballot arguments in voter pamphlets. Mm -hmm. But on the ballot, uh, it is determined by the lieutenant governor who is supposed to faithfully uh, represent what's in the initiative. Uh, we shall see. <laughs> right Do, does the governor have any uh any say on this or no no it's uh and you know utah has a fairly unique system in most states elections are controlled at the state level by the secretary of state who uh -huh. usually doesn't go around making uh pronouncements and statements about people they're regulating but uh, uh in our state it is the lieutenant governor so uh, that's confusing to some people but no the governor technically doesn't have any role Uh, in this at all, but uh, uh, Lieutenant Governor Henderson uh, certainly does. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Well, folks, yeah, but definitely. I, I, I pray that we, um, we're able to get this initiative going as fast as possible, and gather these signatures, and because uh, you know he right here in the back is watching. Um, <laughs> that's yeah, and that's for. Sure. And um, yeah, he's not going to allow this country to go down the drain. Uh, and that's the reason why this is our call. Uh, this is our call as patriots uh, to protect this country. And like I said, and, and Stephanie heard me say this, what I'm going to say in, in the episode that I was with her. And I'm going to say this to you guys. And I say, say this every single time when I have my episodes. I am going to be with you guys shoulder to shoulder to fight and protect the Constitution of the United States. So help me God. And I'm going to do it because this is my country. And I'm not going to allow 
and and and, and this is this is what I, I when I became a U.S. citizen, I raised my hand to the square before a judge, and I said that I will protect the Constitution of the United States against foreign and domestic enemies. And that is my call. And I am going to keep that promise that I made. So, and voting is one of those important things. I'm going to start crying. Okay, I'm going to talk about something. <laughs> Sorry about that. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, go ahead, Stephanie. Sorry. No, I'm sorry. That was that was beautiful, Mike. Love what you said, especially your take of being an immigrant and what you've seen and why you came here. And I love so much your freedom that all the stuff you do for our freedom fight. I love that power in uniting with so many like-minded people that just believe in America and we believe in the Constitution and we believe, like like you said, we can't do it without Him with Father's help because we have to handle that so we can. Save our constitution, save save America, all that. Love it. Amen. Amen to that, folks. All right. Well, um, we have uh, just a few more minutes left. Um, Natalie, uh, can you just uh, uh, help us wrap up uh, here? Um, uh, a couple, you know, uh, just a little bit you yourself, and then we we're going to have Lou, and then we're going to have Stephanie, and uh, we'll, we'll go ahead and wrap up. Go ahead, Natalie. Okay. Um, well, I was just, as I was thinking, as we're talking through this, I was thinking, you know, this is really, this is really the time that we need to pass this, that we need to secure our elections. And we talked about how Heritage Foundation ranks us as number 41 as one of the least secure elections in the United States. And some of the efforts that we're seeing right now, we're seeing ranked choice voting, which really complicates the whole process and makes it so some votes are worth more than other votes and it's very difficult it makes the machines that be involved when we're seeing efforts there's even lack of trying to centralize of the totes and and or even going to mobile apps this is not the direction we want to be going with elections and so this is really a pivotal time that we need to step up and say we don't want this we don't like this direction we're going we don't like these mail-in ballots we want things to be more secure and go back to where we were go back to the voting person and require id and and so i just i think this is an exciting time that we all can get we can play a part in this and we can help really tangible thing that we that I'm part of this process and and excited to join with any everybody else's efforts in doing in passing this legislation this um, initiative excellent uh lou real quick yeah well um i think we're over the target as far as uh, some of the enemies of the constitution and the, the way of life that we want to have in this country by the the vociferousness of the attacks that have come from the salt lake tribune and from some of our elected officials. And, uh, you know, it's just a shame that the state of Utah was so many constitutionally minded people uh, has had to suffer with this gaslighting and, and being told that things are safe, things are secure. When experts like the Heritage Foundation, like the Presidential Commission, like the National Council of State Legislators, uh, other groups that monitor and rate uh, the kind of election systems different states have, do not give our state a good rating. We could right. do much better. We could do much better. And, you know, and, and, and some folks in the media and politicians are so worried about somebody that can't figure out how to vote in a little bit different system. Why aren't they worried about somebody that's not supposed to vote, that steals our vote because they're voting and they shouldn't be, or they're voting four times or, you know, whatever. So, right. uh, 
you know, we just need a balance back. We need a safe voting system. We're, we're, we have a system in this uh, initiative that has been proven. It's not some wild new idea. It was used in this state for decades uh, without any problems, and we want to return to it. Excellent. Uh, Stephanie, really quick, um, before um, we wrap up. Just want to say thanks, Ignacio. Thanks, everybody. And um, we need everybody's help. One more plea to get everybody's help. We can't do it without a ridiculous amount of help. So let's let's everybody unite and do this together. Excellent. And let's go, Brenda, baby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Thank you so much, guys. I appreciate all thank of you. you. Uh, fantastic initiative. Keep up the good work. Everything you guys are doing is definitely worth the effort. Keep up what you're doing. Thank you so much, guys. And remember, folks, this is uh, the Nitro Show, and we will see you next time. All right. Thank you. Take care. like tacos let's talk about politics let's talk about things that really matter in america you're listening to the nacho show podcast <laughs> hello and good morning uh, welcome to the nacho show this is ignacio valdez here from the beautiful ogden utah beautiful beautiful and that's all i can say folks And uh, this show is uh, being uh, brought to you by, fed by Ravens Media and also the Path Forward Utah. Uh, this show is also being sponsored by the Brickstone Potato, the Trump Tater Tater, and also Solidify Web. Let's build the website for you today. And our, our, our other sponsor that we got going on is called Natural Graphics. Natural Graphics will bring the best graphic design for you and your business and everything that you've got to do. So... Give us a call, 801-869-0523, and we'll get you all taken care of. Now, um, in this uh, fantastic episode, we have three awesome individuals. And uh, uh, we are going to be talking about uh, uh, something super important. You know, uh, in this podcast, we do everything uh, right. And uh, we want to do everything right as far as being citizens of the United States. And, and I'm an immigrant. I'm an immigrant from Mexico, and I came here inspected and admitted. And I tell you what, I I pride myself of doing everything the right way. Everything, you know, all the paperwork, paying my fees. I can I cross the border legally and everything. So I I mean, it's not that I'm bragging about myself, but I'm, I just pride myself of doing things the right way. And and another thing, you know, some um, I would say uh, it's a privilege of being a United States citizen. And uh, with that, something super important that, that all United States citizens have to take into account is to go and vote. That is super crucial for the sovereignty of our country, which is, the United States of America. And uh, these uh, awesome individuals will talk to us more about um, an initiative that they are currently uh, working on um, as far as the voting is concerned. We understand that the left really um, is uh, trying to destroy that system uh, that we have always had, and uh, we cannot allow that to happen. So uh, we've got uh, Natalie... And we have Stephanie and we have Lou uh, to talk about this. How are you guys doing? 
Just fine. <laughs> Excellent. All right. Well, it's definitely fantastic to have you guys here. So we'll go ahead and start with Natalie. Um, Natalie, can you just uh, introduce yourself really briefly? And uh, talk to us uh, um, about uh, the purpose of this initiative that you guys are creating. Okay. Thank you. Well, thanks for, first of all, for having us on your show today. We're excited to be here. We're excited to talk about this initiative. And it's being, we're getting a lot of great responses. We've um, talked with a lot of different groups about it, and people are really excited about it. But um, my name is Natalie Clausen, and um, I'm one of the members of the Secure Vote Utah, and we have um, worked on an initiative to bring a, to the citizens to have us be able to put it on the vote, to, on the ballot in November to be able to vote on securing our election system and making it so it's we um, so we have more confidence in our system. There's been a lot of concerns this last little while about the election system and going forward we want to just make sure that this is something that we don't have any any loopholes or any problems with it. So it's right. exciting initiative. That is fantastic. So Stephanie can you um Uh, elaborate a little bit more about uh, the initiative and what you guys are, are trying to do and uh, how how you guys want to accomplish this. Yeah, thanks. Um, so we, <coughs> sorry, we're trying to um, have people be able to have to show ID when they come to vote. And we want people to vote in person. And we want to have the votes hand counted. Those are kind of Mm -hmm. So your things we want to have happen. So if you had a, a question about the counting of the vote, they could, they could, you have a way to check it and recount them and, and have people that, you know, people in your local areas doing the counting and bring it back to the way that we've been voting for uh, over a hundred years or more. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Like we, we want people super important for people to have faith back into our voting system again is if you don't, I, I remember um, I was in high school and had, we had the people, everybody voted for student body officers. And then um, when the results came out, they said that me and this other girl tied and then this other guy won and all, all these things. And we're like, mm -hmm. okay, wait a minute. So they, we figured out, like my mom figured out that they actually didn't count the students' votes, but the teachers were the ones that hand-selected the people. And so my mom went and talked to him. She's like, hey, just a minute. This is so important. This is, this is the basis of our country that yeah. we have to have. You have to teach kids that their vote matters and their vote counts. And if, they, if people don't think that it even matters because it's not counted correctly or we feel like things are not right with their vote, what's, I mean, what do we have as a country? So this is why this, import, this issue is so important. It's why um, we feel like it's a huge daunting task to get that many signatures, but we think enough people understand the importance of what we're doing. So I think we can get enough people helping us get this done in a short yeah. amount of time. That's awesome. That, so what you guys are doing is uh, you guys are just trying to obtain signatures uh, in order to, uh, to present that to the legislature or uh, how is this going to work? Can you talk to us more about that? Uh, uh, Lou? Uh, you bet. And I appreciate the opportunity to uh, to talk about our initiative. So uh, we filed it with the lieutenant governor. That's the first step. Uh, right after Christmas, okay. we're going to hold seven public meetings around the state, which is a requirement uh, to, to get input, feedback from the public. And then we will start circulating the petitions right uh, before or right about New Year's. 
And we have till February the 15th to come up with about 150,000 signatures, which is a daunting task and sounds like it might not be possible, except for the intensity that we're finding all around the state with this issue. And uh, it isn't just our uh, anecdotes to us. Uh, We did a poll with Richard Barris, who is one of the most accurate pollsters in America today, national pollster. And uh, he found that in this state, people are, you know, okay with the mail-in voting until they find Mm -hmm. out the security problems around it. And then almost 90% of the people he surveyed of uh, a representative sample, both political parties, independents, almost 90% of them said that they want security over convenience and that they're perfectly happy to return to in-person voting if that brings that. Yeah, definitely. It's a, su- such a crucial matter um, uh, nowadays uh, that, yeah, security would be more important than convenience uh, because what we already saw, you know, in these uh, past elections, how insecure the uh, uh, the elections were. Um, and obviously right now we're paying the consequences of that, <laughs> mm-hmm. of that what's going on. So, and, and uh, you know, I, I, I am sad, uh, guys. Uh, I'm sad and I'm I'm worried uh, that uh, not just at the federal level, level it is happening, uh, it is also happening here at the local level. Um, and not just uh, the, the voting part. Uh, the, the voting part is super crucial, you know, for, for this. Now, the other part that I'm worried about, and it's one of the reasons why I, I do this podcast every, every week, is uh, to, you know, help people understand um, you know, uh, the importance of uh, keeping uh, and respecting the Constitution and uh, um, grasp ourselves uh, uh, towards that. Um, because uh, if if we elect individuals that do not respect the Constitution, if we elect individuals that they just, uh, they just go off of whatever they see on Facebook or or whatever the left is indoctrinating them, then we're having a problem. We're having a problem. And uh, yes, you know, we believe in, you know, that each individual has the freedom freedom of thinking whatever they want to think and, and whatever. But we really need to understand that what whatever's right is right and whatever's wrong is wrong. Okay, so no, no matter what side, and and also I'm I have been requested to have somebody with my opposite views on my show, and I'm thinking about that, and uh, and I wonder how that's <laughs> how that's going to happen. Uh, but my, my my point basically is is that yes, you know we we can have different points of view as far as politics is concerned, but at the same time, it's like not just it, it it's not about uh democrat or or a republican because in, on our side in the republican party you know we have uh you know the so-called rhinos that uh you know that are being progressive and they're, they're grasping other ideas that are definitely uh not according to what are you know are the values of the republican party are so uh, so yeah. Anyway, so it's it's not about the Democrat or Republican. It's it's about wrong or right, uh, or you know, good and evil. So and, and that's 
that's a word that we keep fighting every every single day. So, Natalie, go ahead and elaborate uh, more about this, uh, about the initiative, and uh, talk to us more about uh, how are you guys uh, thinking about accomplishing it? What have you guys uh, currently uh, done to do this? And how many signatures do you guys have? Okay. Yeah, thank you. And just to add on to your point, which I think was a very good point, is that this really is a bipartisan issue. And it's something that in the 2020 election, there were concerns over the election throughout the country. In the 2016 election, there were concerns from the, from the Democrats. And so I, it's an issue that as Americans, we want to know our votes were counted correctly. So party, regardless of outcome, we want to know that the process is fair and accurate. And so going back to voting in person and counting the ballots in person will really make a difference and to get to restore that confidence in the system. I talked to a poll worker who, who was involved with counting years ago and then through and then recently also. And he says, as he goes to the polls now to count, he just sees the machines tick by and sees the, the counting and then the final tally at the end and just watches the machines go. And then he compared that experience to when he was a poll walker, watcher and, um, back years ago when we were voting in person, and he could actually see the ballots being opened up and counted and tallied right there in person. And what they do is they, they count 20 at a time. One judge opens it up, reads the, vo- reads the votes, and then the two judges on either side tallies that down. And then after 20, they count up and they say they compare the numbers If they have the same numbers, they continue with the count. If they don't, then they correct it right then. And then you have poll watchers who are there watching the whole process to make sure it's secure. And so I think things like that will help us regain our confidence in the system. And it's really, like I said, it's really a a bipartisan thing. And it's it's neat, too, to decentralize this whole process that it's being we're counting, we're voting, and we're counting in our neighborhoods and in our precincts. And and so we're with people that we know and decentralizing the whole process. So, so thank you. I think that was a great comment that you made. And then just to expand how we're doing this, so we, like Lou said, we've got the seven public meetings that are coming up, and then we have the process of c- collecting signatures, which we really have only about a five-week window to get about 150,000 signatures, which is a huge undertaking. But we are feeling a lot of... Um, a lot of momentum going forward that there's a lot of people who are excited about this. And so we, if people want to go help, we have our website is secureVoteUtah.org. Sign up and let us know all you can be, whether it's just giving us your signature or if you can help collect signatures from a larger groups of people or if you can allow your place of business and have invite people to come to your place of business to sign the petition, or if you want to donate. And there's a lot of different ways that you can help with this process. Oh, that is fantastic. So can you repeat the, uh, the website once again so everybody can hear it? Yes, thank you. It's secureVoteUtah.org. Okay, secureVoteUtah.org. Yeah, and the signatures, we can't we cannot collect, start collecting them until January, but we want to get... We want to get our um, our base ready to go so that we have mm-hmm. – oh, and the signatures have to be collected from throughout the entire state of Utah. So we have 29 Senate districts. We need to get more than 8% of 
of the number of active registered voters in each Senate in 26 of the 29 Senate districts. And so this really needs to be a statewide proce- um, process. And we're really looking for some team leads in places around the country. I mean, I'm sorry, around the whole state so that we can are ready to get going as soon as we're, we can start in January. That is fantastic. That is fantastic. So, uh, Lou, let me ask you a question here. Um, uh, what other what other marketing uh, strategies have you guys uh, uh, done as far as uh, spreading the word out uh, for for this initiative? Well, talking to you as an example of one of our strategies. I mean, what we're reaching out to a what is now a large group of grassroots patriots in this state uh, of every kind of background from every part of the state organizing many different groups. And we're talking pretty much to all of them right now. We're getting a tremendous reception. That's why I really believe mm-hmm. that, that we could be starting with a core base of as high as 40, 50,000 people. And uh, that's why I believe this is doable because people are motivated right now. They see the problems with this country. They saw all the riots last summer that were not addressed. They saw the right. shiftiness going on in uh, uh, Pennsylvania, Georgia, and, uh, Arizona, these different states uh, that uh, very possibly impacted our presidential election. And uh, then they look at the system of voting that we have here. And, you know, we are not, unlike what the governor said in his press conference yesterday, we are not conspiracy theorists trying to make it hard <laughs> to vote. Uh, well, we are concerned citizens that do not want a climate where it is going to be possible for somebody to uh, undertake a massive fraud on the populace. We're not suggesting, I'm not suggesting that that has already happened. Mm -hmm. I'm saying you don't allow conditions to grow uh, that could cause that kind of thing. If you have, if you have your car in the driveway that you take to work every day, it might be more convenient if you just left your keys in the car, then you don't have to look for them in the morning (laughs) after you wake up. But some people would point out gently to you that at some point, somebody's going to steal your car if you do it that way. And and, yeah. and this is what we're all about, just having security. We want every uh, legal vote uh, that can be obtained in this society uh, to be uh, counted. And, and for every person, uh, new citizens, old citizens, people of every background, we want them to vote, but we want them to do it legally in a secure process. That's all. Agreeable. 100% agreeable there with you. And uh, something that really... Um, it, it's shocking to me uh, to see that. And I mean, the United States of America, it's a first world country. And it, it's not considered. It is a first world, world country. And we're supposed to be having fair elections. What, I, I'm going to give you, um, I'm just going to make a comment here. It, it's so interesting that yeah, it, it, the country that I came from in, in Mexico they even have the government, the government, they actually make commercials about everybody getting a voting ID whenever they go and vote. One, yeah, I, and I'm not like, because I grew up with all that stuff, you know, and they stress that you have to go and get your credentials so you can with a picture and your signature and then and they make it they put you know some salsa music and things like that so to, to make it appealing for everybody you know um and uh, here in america there, there's these these people that 
are not making sense. They're, they're like, oh, yeah, so if, if you require an ID, then you're racist. And what the heck is that? I mean, yeah. come on. You don't understand what sovereignty is all about. They're just trying to make everything racist. Oh, and I'm going to tell you this. Racists care about race. The rest of us care about character. And mm -hmm. I keep posting that all over the place because I want them to see what the heck they're doing. You know what I'm saying? So, so yeah, voting definitely is uh, in other countries that that's supposed to be is sovereign. They they do have those initiatives, you know, and even the government um, in in other countries they encourage strongly to have an ID for you to go and vote because they they believe they believe in fair and square elections. Even though at the very end of you know there's you know some money going on and uh you know but i, I don't know it, it's just incredible that in our country because this is my country i am a citizen of of the united states so in in our country we're seeing this uh, we're seeing this nonsense about voting and it, it is a crucial Uh, to the sovereignty of this country that we we must have fair elections. Now, Stephanie, um, I had you here on my podcast a couple of episodes ago, and we had a really a really nice conversation about um, uh, the leftist perspectives and how that has affected your family. And it it really uh, it it hurts me. You know, it hurts me that uh, nonsense policies and. Uh, Uh, perspectives are, are really uh, trying to catch to all of us, but us as patriots, uh, us as patriots, we we cannot allow that to happen. And I applaud you guys for what you're doing. Thank you. And I congratulate you, Lou, Natalie, and Stephanie. You guys are doing a terrific job at uh, doing this uh, fantastic initiative because we have to inject this into everybody else. And, and, and I'm telling you, I see all over the place that a lot of people complain that, oh, well, we should have not voted for this person. Oh, he shouldn't be you know, empowered and things like that. But then a lot of people complain, but they don't take action, <laughs> you know, about, mm -hmm. about voting or they don't know how, or they don't know the process and, and everything like that. So, so that's, uh, um, you know, uh, one of the reasons why you guys are doing this, this uh, terrific job. And uh, I, yeah, definitely uh, congratulate you guys for, for what you're doing. And uh, we will go ahead and spread the word about this. Uh, we'll go ahead and spread the word about this and uh, uh, definitely Uh, keep everybody posted on this. Uh, just uh, uh, to go ahead, Natalie, you were going to say something. Yeah, yeah, thank you. I was just, I don't know if you're familiar with this recent um, uh, study that was put out by the Heritage Foundation, but they, re they looked at each state in the United States and ranked them according to how secure their elections were. Do you know where Utah fell on that list? Well, we were at the very bottom. We were in the very bottom section in the red zone, number 41 of the state of the 50 states. And so to me, that means there's room for improvement when we see those those numbers. And when I hear the lieutenant governor's office and the governor and so many of our local media push so hard against trying to make any reform, I'm wondering what's going on. But I don't think it's okay to just sit back and say, it's fine. We don't have any problems. 
I think we need to be proactive and make sure any of these loopholes are closed up and that we don't have, I'm not, when we're not, our position is not that there's been problems in the past, but like Lou said, we don't want problems in the future. We're not leaving our keys in the car for, to let problems happen. We want to secure things up now. That's why we call the secure vote Utah and make sure this is a system that we can trust and we can verify these results. Absolutely. Go ahead, Stephanie. Oh, I like, I like what you were bringing up the point when um, people call it racist, like our uh, Lieutenant governor put a hit, a little hit piece out on, on this group saying that it's, it's racist to um, want our vote secured like this, but I don't, I never heard anyone say it's racist to uh, fly on an airplane where you have to show your ID like (laughs) two or three times or all the million other places you have to show IDs and, now with these uh, vaccines, I haven't heard anyone call those racist and all these crazy things going on. But it definitely, I think that's that's uh, it's insane. Very insulting. Someone was telling me that I can't that it's too hard for me to show ID to go and vote. I think it's super insulting. Yeah, but it, understandable. Yeah. And is that anyway? All right, well, folks, um, thank you so much. Uh, we will go ahead and go on a little break. And uh, remember, guys, this is the Nacho Show uh, brought to you by Fed by Ravens Media and also the Path Forward Utah. And this show is being sponsored also by the Bristol Potato and Solidify Web. And we will be right back. Mm-hmm. 